The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and advisors. From the WLRN Newsroom, I'm Tim Paget. Last week, we asked if the U.S. should loosen economic sanctions against countries during grave crises like the new coronavirus. We considered Venezuela. This week, we look at Cuba and U.S. sanctions against its communist regime. I feel very bad for this situation because I feel that the United States is my father and Cuba is my mother. Carlos Lasso left Cuba for Miami 30 years ago. He served in the Iraq War. Today, he's a Spanish teacher in Seattle. He directs a project called Fabrica de Sueños, or Dream Factory. It takes U.S. students on educational visits to Cuba. From that platform, Lasso is also urging the U.S. to ease sanctions against Cuba, at least during COVID-19. By Monday, Cuba had reported only 139 cases. But the pandemic has shut down an economic lifeline for Cuba, tourism. Lasso speaks with friends and family there almost every day, and he says they're telling him how much harder things are getting. When I was 15 years old, my mother and my brother left Cuba, and I lived by myself. And the one who gave me a plate of soup is now an old woman, 90 years old, and I help her. And her biggest fear is what is coming with this, lack of resources, hunger. Lasso says he's not suggesting the U.S. suspend its entire trade embargo against Cuba right now. But he thinks the Trump administration could take temporary measures like letting Cubans in the U.S. send unlimited money to Cuba again. As of last year, they can wire only $1,000 every three months. That's preventing families helping families and helping family businesses in Cuba. Promoting private entrepreneurs there has been a linchpin of U.S.-Cuba policy, but many are closing now because Cuba has had to close tourism. Last week, most of our clients decided to close. Marta Deus runs a private accounting firm in Havana. As she said, most of her private sector clients are now out of business. So Deus asks why the U.S. isn't letting more cash flow to them. The situation is super hard. We are struggling. So it's very important that the United States know the sanctions are isolating the population. Last week, eight large U.S. NGOs that support engagement with Cuba urged Trump to suspend several sanctions, including the limit on money transfers. The White House did not respond to requests for comment, but such a move is unlikely. You're not helping anyone if you're simply easing sanctions. Easing sanctions is opposed by many Cuban exiles, especially those who support Trump. Marcel Felipe is a Cuban exile attorney in Miami. He heads the Inspire America Foundation, a pro-democracy NGO. And he fears any additional U.S. money going into Cuba right now will just be seized by the regime. The sanctions are not against the Cuban people. They're against the Cuban government. The government has been irresponsible in the past in getting aid to its citizens. Felipe says the U.S. should try to have independent humanitarian NGOs distribute food aid into Cuba. But there is very little chance the Cuban government would ever allow any humanitarian organization to operate fully independently within their borders. That is so insulting to say that you have to get the Cuban government out of the way. Carlos Alzugaray is a former Cuban ambassador who's now a political analyst in Havana. He says what Cuba needs even more than food is fuel. New U.S. sanctions this year have made it a challenge for Cuba to import oil. Alzugaray warns right now that affects essential services like treating coronavirus patients. Now, you have to move these people. If you stop oil from coming to Cuba, of course it's going to affect ambulances. 
Al-Zugaray says the U.S.'s renewed isolation of Cuba also thwarts medical cooperation during this crisis. Cuba has an advanced pharmaceutical sector. U.S. firms like SmithKline have partnered with it in the past. And China says the Cuban drug Interferon-Alpha-2B has helped treat, but not cure, COVID-19. Cuba has sent Alpha-2B to other countries. I'm sure Cuba would be ready to share it. Cuba is a closer neighbor. Carlos Lasso, the Spanish teacher in Seattle, also asked why President Trump has offered help during this pandemic to other sanctioned countries like North Korea, but not Cuba. Cuba doesn't have nuclear weapons. Using the same rationale in regards to North Korea that our president used, this is time to put aside political difference. Easing sanctions during coronavirus may have been a possibility four years ago when U.S.-Cuba relations were thawing. But now the freeze is back on. I'm Tim Paget in Miami. The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and advisors.